idea. I couldn't imagine making work without people in it. I don't feel drawn to anything else. I'm Alice, I'm a realist oil painter. I do like really small photo real paintings and they're directly from iPhone photographs, personal photos I've taken or that I'm in. It's amazing how much happens accidentally and I pretty much never think oh, I'm taking a reference photo as I take it. I, I do like naturally take photos and then I look back and just some of the compositions are so interesting and like you, you know when it's right, I think. It is amazing like how, how much more you can see in a, a situation when you take a photo of it and then when you paint it again it's like another layer of yeah because obviously you have to spend so much time like looking at the same thing and it kind of you like start to read relationships between people and like very very subtle shifts of body language and like that's obviously like how we communicate like a, a big unconscious thing um yeah, I find that fascinating. I can't wait to get back to painting groups of people again because, yeah, that's... And it's, it's great to paint, obviously. My friend has been very forgiving in my lockdown paintings, which are all of him. Um, so that's, like, more about the relationship between, like, me or a viewer or a camera, like, looking at him. When I show people... My reference photos, they say, that looks like one of your paintings. <laughs> it's, it's really weird, so I'm quite good at picking them. But, like, yeah, they, they do happen by chance. I think for, for that one, for Nighttime Conversation, I did think, I wonder if that night I could get some reference pictures. So I think for that one, I was maybe thinking a little bit of that, but yeah. that's probably because I've been doing it quite a long time and I kind of knew, I knew that I would be like having to create a body of work for my degree show so I had to get reference pictures that's another thing you do run out of photos so you have to you become a little bit more conscious of it now and mm -hmm. I think obviously the more my practice develops the more conscious I will become of it one of the the other paintings as sad as it seems I did for my degree show that was taken by my friend um, so that's got me in it and another one, I was at a party, and I don't, uh, the pre-drink card trick one, I don't actually know who took that photo. I found it on a group chat. It just, they sent it to the group chat with no explanation. And I was just like, that's, that's me. And I was really interested by that completely detached viewpoint because it wasn't mm -hmm. really like um, people I knew that well because it was like a uni society. So someone had just taken that and like almost taken my image which I was really interested at so that kind of that was like turning my detached view on me which is is really strange I find that I'm quite used to being like sat on the edge like as more of an observer than participant and that's like quite a key idea in my work I would just sit on my phone and then I don't know how I ended up taking photos I think Again, just to remember it and remember where I was in that time, how I felt. Because um, when you feel really detached, that's kind of, I see that as like the same viewpoint as mm -hmm. a camera. Mm -hmm. 
so it kind of zooms you out and lets you view the situation as like almost like a I don't want to sound too pretentious like a tableau mm-hmm. of like no, an arrangement of figures yeah, yeah. Um, I can't remember what was the first um, first one that really, I was like um, it was a Halloween party so yeah it's this one which is a really bad photo because it's in the sun oh, but nice. this was like a Halloween party so yeah. he's in like skeleton makeup on yeah. the edge yeah I can see and I was like I think I was about 14, 15 and I was just sat there and I think I just took a photo because the guys on the floor were like messing around and yeah I look back on it in like second year and thought that's just such an interesting composition and like people people's movements become like slightly distorted and exaggerated when you take a photo and especially Mm -hmm. with phones Mm -hmm. because like then I didn't have such a great camera phone um, and it kind of really struggles in low light so you get these like weird weird ways light falls on people's faces and weird gestures facial expressions nightclubs literally fascinate me yeah just how it's just so like a completely different set of social rules and like people just let go and become whoever they want to be it's like so interesting to watch um we are at shore road beach um which is on sandbanks and i think it's the prettiest place in the world but i might be a bit biased (laughs) um yeah it holds a lot of memories for me i think i wanted to like whenever anyone ever visits me i like to show them like the best of the area that i like grew up in um i like started doing art here really um i used to like paint little stones with my friend and we used to sell them down there on the prom (laughs) yeah so that was quite cute um so i'm quite a bedroom painter to be honest um i don't really sit that well in a studio environment just yeah like i was saying because of the noise and everyone like walking around and i've like have to be in my own little bubble so yeah I'm much more comfortable in my own room where I know where everything is and can access anything I need Um, go make a cup of tea if I want to so I paint on a mirror Um, that's my palette that I use which I found when I moved into my uni house there was like a shattered mirror under the wardrobe um, and it was like broken into very conveniently sized palette pieces so yeah I started using that um, mostly because it has no colour so I find particularly when I'm working really dark if my palette's white then I mix the colour on there and it looks completely different on the painting so yeah a lot of people paint on tinfoil so a mirror is just kind of a less disposable way of doing it and it looks really cool as well when it catches the light. Whilst I'm working I do I like to have like everything set up the same like my palette's always on the right side of my painting. I don't know why. And then I have like a bit of paper towel to wipe my brush on. I don't work on an easel, so I have it like slightly tilted up on my desk. So I, I'll like put some rolls of tape or something under the top of it so it's like tilted towards me. So I kind of work flat. I think that's from probably from school when you had to work on desks and I've like never really migrated to an easel. I, like, I did try upright painting once and it went so badly. I... You share a lot of your process on Instagram. Yeah. Is it something you are very 
conscious about or does it happen quite naturally or like, is it set up do you set up what you're doing on Instagram do you like think a lot about it I do think about like what people what I would want to see from an artist because like a lot of my process I was really struggling how to present it at the start because it's um, basically when I've got past the first or second layer the paintings kind of look the same until they're finished they just change so gradually so yeah I was looking about um, I've like really focused on other aspects of my practice so like priming the boards and all the way through to varnishing I quite like to show all of that so people have a, a better idea of how I work um, but yeah I try to show as much of the painting as I can sometimes I get really anxious if I like set up a camera and like if I'm doing a time lapse then I have to work solidly but I can't just stare out the window for 10 minutes if I'm really struggling on a, a bit of a painting mm. so yeah it's quite um, sometimes I get a bit I only do time lapses if I know I have like a set block of time that I can just sit there <laughs> my friend who features very heavily in my lockdown <laughs> paintings he's just brought a van and we're going to convert it together into a camper van and go off for a little bit so I'm going to carry on working hopefully while living in a van which is going to be a big challenge but because I work quite small they're really portable so I'm hoping it will work um, yeah, and my idea at the moment is that we'll meet loads of really interesting people, groups of people, and maybe when the, the lockdown rules lift a little bit, we'll be able to get back into pubs, social venues. And yeah, that's going to be interesting, I was thinking, because I'll be painting strangers rather than uni students, people I sort of know. So I think that's going to be a really interesting development, which I'm not going to, I'm not sure how that's going to manifest. I'm not sure if I'm like slightly romanticising it in my head, because obviously I think the restrictions will be in place still for quite a while. But hopefully I'm going to be able to get some, yeah, some good pictures. And... But no, like working with Covid really is, I think I've got away pretty lightly. Like, I, I work really small, I can easily just pick up all my paintings, put them in a box and work somewhere else, so I'm, like, quite fortunate in that. I'm, I'm noticing the impact more of it now, because obviously I was painting all these social scenes throughout lockdown, and now I've almost not run out of reference pictures, but, like, I can't get any more of the social scenes. Um, I'm really missing that at the moment, so I think it's, like, almost had a delayed impact on me. I stayed at my friend's um, that I'm going to be living with. Um, he very kindly basically adopted me because um, we were housemates at uni and then it sort of happened so quickly. It was like everything just shut down within about a week. So he was like, look, do you want to come to mine? We thought it was going to be like a couple of weeks maximum. We were like, oh, we'll be back. And he, as we left, he was like, I don't think we'll ever be back here. And I was just like, no, don't be so silly. <laughs> Literally be back in like, yeah. And so I was, yeah, I was living with him all through lockdown for like four months, which was a long time. Um, and we both obviously had to finish our degree in that time. Um, yeah, so I took all the photos for the quarantine paintings, the new work 
in that time. So that was like really uncertain. And he was basically my own, the only constant thing. So I thought focusing on him would be like a metaphor for something a lot bigger that everyone recognised really. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've like always painted friends mm -hmm. and like, yeah, really close friends. Yeah. Because it's so much easier to paint someone you like have a little bit of love for. Like, a lot of people like said to me that people won't be like giving time to art in like because there's so much anxiety like we're in like a high anxiety state at the moment in the world I feel but like I think there's like too I was thinking there's too much to do as an individual at the minute you can't like change what's going on so you have to like shift the focus inwards I feel um, and like focus on your immediate relationships, your immediate environment. So that's kind of what I was painting, really. I think it's just really important now to like carry on making work in like in this situation because people, I think people need it. I like to make my work really pretty as well. Like a lot of my paintings are like. That's another thing with sharing the process as well. I like to make things look nice because that's basically what art is, isn't it? It's like something beautiful that's... And then people spend more time looking at it and that's like how you get your, your ideas across, really. Um, yeah, when you convince people to look, I think it's... You're pretty much set. <laughs> I mean, like, that's what a lot of my work is basically like remembering things better than, than they were mm -hmm. so like adding more meaning